This is Martin Bamba's Rockin' Home Show on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, welcome. Good morning. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Hey, uh, it's Martin Bomba and Jim Smith right here. That must mean it's time for Martin Bomba's Rockin' Home Show. Yes, sir, and we are here to help. We got Don Cooper Stevens in the studio producing this morning. Thanks so much to him. Always does a phenomenal bang-up job. You can count on some good music today, and he'll be screening your calls to be... Extra sweet to Don. He's tired today. The oh, extra okay. sweet. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be. I'll be nice. <laughs> uh, phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine. I don't think that's capable. Nah, <laughs> nah. There's going to be a jab in there somewhere today. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you guys, uh, nice. give me more credit, please. Well, I. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> phone lines. I, are, I said please. Phone lines yeah. are open you at two ten. Cr- I, I heard crickets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> phone lines are open at 210-599-5555 i, I, I gotta tell you man it, it, he still creeps me out every time i walk he, it, in the studio yeah, yeah, not not don not don but don the other don yeah he creeps me out a little bit it's a it's a over life-size head of don morgan that stares at you when you walk into the studio it's crazy uh, <laughs> what, are those, what do they call those? Oh, the 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 uh, fat heads. Yes, yeah, it's like a yes. yes, it's a fat head. I guess that is what that is. Yeah, yeah Jim, you should know. <laughs> oh, 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 it has oh, begun. Oh, and the first right hook has come in, I'm ladies and gentlemen. You, man, it has begun. All right, buddy. All bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, it's good. We can have some fun, isn't it? I'm Is telling you. A little icky out there this morning. Uh, a little bit. Little a slick bit. on the roads. Be careful if you're driving around. Uh, put it in four-wheel drive so you're not sliding all over the place. Like or, I or slide all over. Or slide place. all over the place. It, have it, some fun. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great day for drifting. Yeah, boy, it is. It is, and it, you'll drift right into somebody else's tail end if you're not careful. So keep your distance. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a little little uh, icky and slick out there this morning. So please be careful on the roadways. Hopefully, this burns off later on today. We got the big uh, Christmas party for Window World this evening. It's going to be a shindig. Looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Looking real forward oh, to that. Yeah. Uh, always have a great time at that. It's going to be the entire Window World gang from San Antonio and Corpus Christi getting together and, and celebrating. New come on. And New Braunfels, yeah. yeah. I, I could consider New Braunfels, San Antonio kind of, you know. We're a separate entity. Okay. So New Braunfels, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, thank, thank you. you very and, much. And thank you for putting New Braunfels first. Uh, okay, you're welcome. Well, you know, it's hometown now, so I got I, yeah, I, I got to give it some props, you know. Uh, but and that's, that's, folks, that's New Braunfels. Not New Braunfels. There's only one S in New Braunfels. Yes. That's, have you ever heard that song? Oh, yeah. Of course you have. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, Alex Meixner is, is a New Braunfels resident now, too. He used cool. to live somewhere else, but he lives in New Braunfels now. And uh, I think he's even part owner of the Faust Brewery, which, by the way, the Alex Meixner Polka Pills is my favorite beer at that place. It's so good. So good. Uh, and it's a cool place, too. If you've never been to the Faust Brewery, Really cool place. It's right off the main drag, Seguin Street, coming into downtown, but before downtown. I think it's on Butcher Street. It's fantastic. Go go check it out if you want to check out a really good, authentic, local brew pub. 
It's awesome. Okay. Right. And uh, on the weekends, I think they have music, uh, live music. Yeah, I'm not sure if they do during the winter time, but I think so. I'm not not certain of that. Uh, phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's get this party started with Eddie. Hey Eddie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. How you doing, brother? I uh, good. I had a <clears throat> sorry. I had uh, window cleaners come out to my house uh, earlier this week, and they looked at <clears throat> some windows that are obviously dirty, and they looked at them three of them and said, look, there's nothing we can do because of the hard water on it. So now I'm into replacement on those. But my question was, had, had those windows been cleaned, I guess, on a regular basis, would that have prevented the situation that I'm in? And then part two of the question, I've got other windows that I guess there's two panes and you get moisture in between. Is that the sign of a bad window and that you installed or is that, uh, just inevitable. It just it can happen to any window given an, enough time. Yeah, it's it's not good questions, Eddie. Both of them. Let me let me tackle the first one. Let me tackle the first one uh, about the hard water. The thing about hard water is it it is so so powerful, and and the the uh, the, the calcium in the water is so powerful that yes, it it can actually etch glass if if it sits long enough. If it sits long enough, but I will tell you before. As much as I would love to sell you some new windows and put some new windows in your house, uh, that would not be the reason that, that I would do it. I would first try a product called CLR uh, that if if that does not dissolve the calcium and that doesn't take the film off, then yes, you, you will likely have to replace those windows. That's number one, but I would try that first. I would try that first. Um, the second question that you had was uh, the fogging. Condensation between panes of glass on an on a insulated window, uh, if it fogs up, yes, that does mean that the window is going to need to be replaced because you can't get that fog out of there. I know that there's some company out there that claims that they can do it, and uh, it just it, it's no because just like that film builds up on the outside of the windows, it can build up on the inside of the windows as well, and when that happens, it's time to replace. Uh, does that mean it, it's a bad window? The answer to that is no. The most expensive window you can put in your house and the least expensive window in, you can put in your house have the potential of, of having seal failure. Why does this happen? Seal failure happens whenever there's a breach in the seal uh, of, of some kind that allows moisture to get in. Contrary to popular belief, argon gas escaping from the window does not cause condensation. It's when moisture is introduced into the sealed pane of glass that is no longer sealed that that ends up happening. So, uh, but it can happen to any window. The important thing is, if you get replacement windows, make sure that you get a window that has a very strong warranty that covers condensation in between the two panes of glass. Uh, seal failure is the proper term for it. And, and that that's covered. Now, if you have older windows, of course, they're, they're not going to have any coverage at all. And, uh, and it's time to replace them. Ah, very good. That helps me tremendously. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thanks for getting the show started for us. Uh, let's uh, let's get to Les. Les, good morning. Welcome to the Rockin' Home Show. Good morning. Good morning, Les. Uh, yeah, good morning. Hey, uh, I got a question for you about air conditioning. I'm uh, fixing. I want to put a. Uh, it's a. I bought an air conditioning unit outside and inside air handler at a uh, at an auction. It's a two-ton 
Goodman, uh, the air handler is what I'm questioning about is uh, when I put the ductwork in, I need to know what size duct to put in. We know wow. The best thing I can tell you would be to hire a contractor to install it. Well, I got, yeah, you know, I'm kind of a, kind of a jack of all trades, you know. I just do as much as I can myself, you know, because uh, if I can, and I know some people that that do, you know, air conditioning work to to evacuate the lines and recharge it and all that stuff, but. If I can do it myself, I will. You know, it's like I say, I'm a jack of all trades. I, I, I know a little bit, a lot about a whole lot of things, but not a whole lot about anything. You know. And with the AC systems, if you uh, do, you live in the city or uh, in the county? No, no, I'm in. It's out in Lockhart. Okay. Um, property. If if it's not done right, if it's not sized right, it's not going to cool or uh, dehumidify the, the space. Um, you need to determine if the uh, two-ton is the right size. Uh, there's just a lot of variables that are going to go into it. Um, right. th- there really are. Uh, the airflow is dependent upon the heat load in each individual room as to how much CFM air you need in those rooms. It's just there's too many variables. Um, a jack of all trade, you know, replacing an existing system with the same size, okay. But putting in a, a complete install, uh, there's just too many variables. I, I, I would I definitely suggest hiring a licensed contractor. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, like I say, I'm just trying to save as much money. I, I, I understand. Hey, <laughs> listen, on on this show, if you can do it yourself, we want to help walk you through it. If it's something that you absolutely should hire a contractor for, we're going to tell you that. And and I'm listen, Jim. Jim and I are both for saving money. We don't want to cost anybody any any more than they have to. But I will tell you this: that when it comes to certain things, uh, full AC replacement, electrical, major electrical work in your house. Those things can cost you a lot more than than it would if you would have just hired a good contractor and done it right the first time. So uh, keep that in mind, and, and uh, thanks a lot for calling this morning, Les. We appreciate you being part of the show. Is it wrong that I feel guilty whenever I use both hands drumming to Def Leppard? No, not Okay, at all. I just I just wanted to, I, I felt a little bit guilty, a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is wrong on so many uh, levels. No, it's not. I'm so no, sorry. No, him even mentioning it is wrong. Oh, hey, well. listen, mad respect. Mad respect for that guy who kept going after he had a car accident, lost an arm, adapted his drums to play one-handed. So he plays his left-hand part. I think it's his left left arm that he lost. Yeah, yes. he plays his left-hand part with his left foot. Right. Incredible, incredible, and 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 I would submit that the stuff that he did after is even better than the stuff that he did. It's incredible the 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 resilience of uh, and and why am I drawing a blank? Help me out. What what's his name? <laughs> Help me. My God, you would do that. That's horrible. Yeah, um, because he's one of one of the you know most iconic drummers in in rock. And so. you use both hands, and you can't remember his. 
Uh, this, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> I, he can play circles around me with one arm, and that's no lie. No lie. I am, I am a joke compared to him. Uh, hey, listen, uh, phone lines are open here on the Rock and Home Show, 210 59 Rick, uh, Rick Allen. Rick Allen, thank yeah, you very much. Uh, Rick Emmett, Rick Allen, Rick Emmett. It's the guy from Triumph. And what a great album Pyromania was. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, Pyromania yeah. and Hysteria. Both, I mean, to do back to back albums that are just phenomenal. And they did it. Um, and, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Def Leppard uh, here later in the show because there was some really killer news that came along this past week regarding that band. Uh, but we're going to get back to the phone lines. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Dennis. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. If, if you're going to drum with both hands, you got to make sure your bass foot's going, too. Absolutely. Absolutely you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the hi hat and and the hi hat uh, foot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to piggyback on the caller before the last one with, about the window issues. Yes, sir. Um, we reduced the amount of of green grass in our yard years and years and years ago, and put in uh, uh, gravel and 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 rock space and stuff like that. And my wife likes to do the yard work and. She keeps hitting the rocks with the weed whacker, and she broke three windows in her last trip around the house. Um, they're double pane, and I called I called a glass company to see about coming out to replace the. It's not broken all the way through, just the outer outer uh, glass, and they said they had to replace all the glass in the window. Is that true? Can they not replace just the outside piece? No, sir, they can't. They they have to replace the entire sealed unit, or you're going to have condensation in no time build up in between the two panes of glass. That's it's It's got to be a factory sealed unit to actually have that hermetic seal, for lack of a better term. Is this your primary okay. residence? Yes, it is. Give us, give us a call at Window World. Uh, at uh, 210-767-0995. Uh, we've got some... Okay, hang on. I'm sorry. Get, get, wait a second. I got a scribble. <laughs> okay, I got a pen. Okay, 210... 767... 767-0995. Uh, where are you located? 0995. I'm in Poteet. Okay, perfect. Give us a call. We got some uh, some really unique warranty options for you. Okay. And and yeah, uh, we've, uh, another suggestion: put in a little larger rocks <laughs> that the weed eater won't throw. Yeah, yeah, more like boulders. <laughs> well, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my son, uh, he's a commander, works at the Pentagon, and his place up in Washington D.C. Uh, in Falls Church. We uh, put an addition on the back of his place when he first moved in there many years ago, and he used Window World uh, to do the the windows, and uh, he had uh, great success and uh, with with you guys. And so uh, I, I I know about 
your products going in, but I didn't know about repairing them. So I appreciate you telling me that, and I will give you a call. Yeah, and I got I got to give a shout out to my buddy Greg Dethridge, who owns the Washington D.C. store. He is a he is one of the the leader owners in our company, and uh, proud to call him a friend. So yeah, no no surprise that your son got well taken care of. And by the way, congratulations! You got to be a proud dad. Yeah, my wife and I are both retired. I was on submarines for 21 years, and she did 23 years in Navy, and he's been in 24. So the canoe club's been good to us. That's awesome. Well, well, thank you for your service, and uh, and I've never heard it called the canoe club. I like I have, that. I have. That's funny. Uh, what, congr- I would, yeah. what I always said is that I won't take anything away from the Navy or the uh, Air Force. They give us plenty of rides all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i've I've got a, a okay, well, brother-in-law a, is it brother no son son my son-in-law's brother-in-law is in the navy and stationed in california right now so good on your son and thanks for your service sir we appreciate it and you guys have a, a merry christmas and a better new year absolutely Absolutely. right back at you thank you sir have a great day grab yourself a phone line 210-599-5555 and speaking of uh sorry uh cole i believe is listening cole again uh, son thank you for your service and i wish that you could get here for the holidays but we'll see you shortly there you go uh so the news about def leppard Earlier this week, uh, Def Leppard announced that they're going on tour next summer with Journey. So yeah. it'll be Def Leppard and Journey in, in every town that they go to. And then they're going to have a rotating lineup of opening acts. And these are no slouches. So depending on what city you're in, and I'm, and I'm not sure about San Antonio. Maybe you can look it up, Jim, while, while we're talking about it. Uh, San Antonio, I don't know if they've announced who the opening act's going to be, but they're going to be touring with Hart. Who hasn't toured in years? The 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 Wilson sisters have have been doing their own side projects for years now. Hearts getting back together and uh, going on tour with them. Cheap Trick will be on tour with them, and Steve Miller Band is going to be on tour with them. So um, phenomenal lineup. I mean, as good a show as I can even imagine. Uh, no matter which one of those acts is opening up the show. Um, I'd be happy with any of them. I've never seen Steve Miller Band. I'd see Cheap Trick every year for the next rest of my life. Uh, and and Hart, man, I would love to see them again. What are your thoughts on that, Don? That's a good bill between Hart and Def Leppard. I think that would be a great show. And, of course, Steve Miller. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how can I, you argue with that? Actually, uh, I've never seen Steve Miller live. Uh, 16 August at 6 p.m., Def Leppard Journey, the Summer Stadium Tour, uh, opening uh, for them is the Steve Miller Band in San Antonio. So Steve, oh, we're, wow. we're going to get the yeah. Steve Miller Band. Now, now I, w- you have, I want to see Hart. I want to see Hart again so I'm bad. Not, They're I'm, so good. I'm not seeing Hart. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hobart, Indiana is... Uh, no, that's true, but it's never mind. Um... St. Louis, it doesn't list a uh, opening. Uh, yeah, and uh, Orlando, it's uh, Cheap Trick. In Atlanta, it's the Steve Miller Band. 
Well, we're not going to go down the whole list, but right. check it out at DefLeopard.com. <laughs> I think you can check uh, out DefLeopard. Or StubHub. Uh, don't go to StubHub. No, I, I, I don't buy your tickets. Don't there. buy your yeah. And, and, but you can look at the lineups. And and, and that's some, that's that's some pro advice for you. When you put in tickets uh, for any show, okay, whether it's this stadium tour or whatever it happens to be, they 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 will ta- take you automatically sometimes to StubHub or SeatGeek or some of these other resale um, right options. And I had a friend. Uh, who was trying to get uh, Eagles tickets, okay, for the Austin show. And he said, oh, Martin, I, I can't afford these Eagles tickets. And, and, I mean, Eagles tickets' face value are very expensive. But, I mean, he was seeing, like, $1,800 for balcony seats. That's that's the kind of pricing that was and – I, and I said to myself, the tickets aren't even on sale yet for that show. They hadn't even gone on sale with, with Live Nation yet. So what he was getting – was the prospective tickets that these resellers we used to call them scalpers back in our day yeah uh, but it's now legal because they do it online mm-hmm. they're not standing in front of the stadium no. uh, schlepping t- tickets but let's call it what it is it's scalping. It is. it's it is and and a lot of artists have gotten uh in in um the mode of trying to combat the the scalpers i give you a good example there was a show that we couldn't go to uh, with some friends of ours that we had bought tickets to. It, it was uh, Queen in Houston, or Dallas, maybe it was Dallas. And uh, you couldn't do anything with your tickets until the day of the show. And even then, you were only permitted to resell them at face value. So good on them for doing that. I wish every act did oh, yeah. that. I yeah. wish every act did that because what it's doing is it's 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 making – if if – if it would have been the way it is now, when you and I were in high school, we couldn't have afforded to go to any of the shows we went to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree completely. Um, the other thing you, ha- you have to keep in mind is that there's a lot of venues that don't even sell the tickets anymore. You go to the venue, and it will automatically direct you to Ticketmaster. Right, or- right. Which is fine if it if it directs you to Ticketmaster or Live Nation. Those right. are original sale points, and, they, and they're at or sometimes a below face value when you buy them. Well, sometimes you can get them below face value, and, and I I learned this from a guy that I sat next to at at some show at the Majestic Theater, and he had gotten his tickets that morning. I had good tickets. I mean, I was like fifth row, sixth row, something like that. Good tickets. He was sitting next to me and had bought them that morning on a resale for half the price that I paid for mine face value. Right. So if you don't mind possibly not seeing the show and gambling that you might find a really killer ticket or two, that's another way to save money is to wait until the day of. Now, I didn't want to wait till the day of to get my Adamant tickets. So I got my Adamant tickets last night. And uh, that is April... 17th, I believe, at the Charlene McCombs Empire Theater. Right. And how many, uh, how many tickets did you get? I got two. Okay. I got two. I I'm learned a, my lesson. I, mean, I used to buy four tickets and think, well, this person or that person could go with us. I'm going to go and, uh, and see what, uh, if I can afford it. There's lots of good tickets available, and, and they're not bad. The, the price is not bad. So, um, so, yeah. I would love to go to that show. Oh, my God. One of the first concerts we ever uh, went to together. Was Adam at? That had to have been 1984? 83? Maybe. Maybe 82. No, 82 was... 
82 was Cheap Trick. Right. That that was, uh, no, 81 was Cheap Trick. 81 was Cheap Trick, Axe, and Aldenova. I'll never forget it yep. because it was my very first concert that I ever went to. It's the only, that's the first one that I count. I mean, I had been to some country concerts before that, but that was the first rock show that I ever went to. You got to think about my brothers, man. And I, I mean, I was at, uh, I, I was out at, um, Legs Diamond. Uh, oh yeah, you. I mean, you you got you got ahead of the curve because of that. Oh yeah, I didn't have older brothers. I I did. <laughs> I was the youngest boy out of six boys. Oh yeah, so you you had a lot of training in your bad habits. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. But uh, I, now I would love to go to that show. I, I have to look at, uh, and see what the prices are. And for the for the diehard eighties new wave people, English Beat is going to be opening up for them. You know, one of the things that I did to help with my speech, and still do it at times, right? My speech therapist has me uh, do like tongue twisters uh, or uh, like la 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 stuff like that. And um, let's see, um, was it? Bang bang, you're dead. Did not did too. So diddy bop, buddy bouncing, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I, I Viva La Rock. I, 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 that's one of the things that I used. Is I, it really? Yes. <laughs> Giddy bopping, buddy, bouncing, Betty on you. That's not easy. It's, but it it challenges it challenges me to get better with my speech. I have no idea what that means either. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Never have. But I look at Kid Rock. You know. Uh, oh man. Ba- uh, well, what is it? Uh, um, oh, don't do it. I know exactly what you, yeah, uh, that, that is going to twist you up. We got to take a break anyway. We're so far in, into the break here. Uh, get yourself a phone line. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. If you want to talk music, if you want to talk home improvement, we're happy to talk about either one of those things on the show this morning. Love to talk to you. The only thing that's off topic is politics. We don't do that. We don't, we don't talk about that around not here. Not much. Not much. Off the air, maybe, but, but not, not we, don't, we, we try to stay away from it on air. Hey, look, uh, if, it, if it continues to get go the way it's going, we're not going to be able to stay off the top. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the case. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I did some manual labor this past week. And when I say some manual labor, I'm going to show you some pictures of the wood stack that I stacked this past week. And that was only a small portion of what I did. I was doing plumbing stuff down underneath the sink, lifting stuff moving in 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 ways that i don't normally move and you know that when you do that at our age you pay for it the next day or two well i'm paying for it let me tell you what i i got out of bed yesterday morning and i stood up and i'm like oh that doesn't feel good <laughs> dude i can't even get down on the floor to pick something up without having a plan yeah. as to how to get back up <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to have to start wearing one of those little things around your neck, the help I've fallen and I can't get up. They know what? I'm going to have to uh, have a walker with me to uh, help me stand back up. I think I think we're still a ways from that, but we can see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can oh, see yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You uh, see, I'm, I'm still saying that if I can retire. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to retire. I may have to ask you for a half a day off for my funeral. But if I do get the chance to retire, I'm going to get a really old Cadillac or Pontiac. Okay. And drive it to Florida 
in the fast lane at 30 miles an hour with the left turn signal on. You won't have you won't have to worry about dying of natural causes if you do that. I I just you know just just <laughs> you know that's vindictive and wrong. Wrong. Hey, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. No, not if I'm the what, guy behind what you. What happened to the days that we were talking about hot cars and hot chicks? Yeah. Now, now we're talking about our what? ailments and our you know, diseases and our health issues. I gotta, the, the helmets are, are the biggest thing for me because I, 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 I keep hitting the glass when I was trying to lick the windows. So the helmet is oh the big God. thing for me. Okie dokie then. Uh, grab yourself a phone line, please, and get me out of this. Uh, Folks, we don't mean to be offensive to anyone. If it's funny, we're going to say it. So pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 210-599-5555 is the number. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Robert. Robert, good morning. Welcome to the Rockin' Home Show. Hey, good morning. Yes, and, and it is tough to get old. <laughs> it is. It ain't for it sissies, is. brother. But you know, every oh, scar, know. every scar I have, every ache, every pain, I don't suffer no. from them. I earned no. them. I, I, well, I understand. I've got. I think I got to send some questions because I had to break a window to get in the house. Do y'all just replace one window? Uh, we we do we just replace one window, but but I'll tell you if you're well, you can get certainly would be happy to give you a quote. But if you're only planning on replacing that one and not doing the rest at some point, you might be better served by just replacing the glass. Um, if, if you're only repla- replacing one pane of glass, one sash, uh, that might be your better option and save you a little money. Okay, well, and it was a double pane. So, I mean, but where do I go to find somebody to do that? Uh, first thing I would look, uh, do is look on the lock of the window and see if there's a brand name. On the lock. He doesn't need that for glass replacement because no, it's. No, but, uh, how, wait, how old are your windows? Let me ask you that. Uh, ninety-eight. Oh yeah. It, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what. Yeah, it doesn't matter what maker model. No, just, there's not going to be. Just give warranty. give a good glass company a call, and, and any of them can help you. Biella Glass, East End Glass, Stad Ziegler. There's there's a lot Samuels. of them out there. Samuels. Okay. No, I appreciate it, Ben, and and uh, no, thanks. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And if they don't get it done for you, you give us a call. We'll help you out. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thank you. Hit the button too early, buddy. (laughs) Oh, now you know. Now you know why. Why we don't let him have the mic. Now you know. You know, there are some songs that are overplayed terribly. And if I never heard them again, it'd be too soon. I still don't mind listening to this one. I don't know why. Then why does it upset you when I sing? Okay, listen to Steve Perry and go home and sing in your shower and listen to you. I I believe I sound better. You just keep on believing that, my delusional friend. You just keep on believing that. Uh, phone lines are open 210-599-5555. I'm a legend in, in my your own, own mind? mind. Yes, yes. I am. <laughs> oh, let's get to Michael. He's been hanging around for a little bit. Michael, good morning. Welcome to the show. <laughs> morning, Martin and Jay. Morning. I just want to say this is one of the best shows I've heard in a long time. I was listening to Jay talking about Lake Diamond and such like that. <laughs> I'm I'm in my fifties and 
and I never got to see him, but I remember Joe Anthony, the godfather of rock and roll. Oh, Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's a, little, but, uh, here's a little interesting trivia for you, Michael. I still have the, I still have the 45 with Joe Anthony on the front of the, of the cover uh, of Hayoka doing the godfather theme. Now that is cool. Now that yeah. back in our era, like Jay was saying about back in the day, I had a little black book with girls' names and whatnot. Now on my phone, all I got is doctors. Clinics, doctors, dentists, you know, emergency yeah. contacts. Those Prescri- are the things. Prescription reminders. That's uh, right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, if you're listening, I never had one of those black books. Like <laughs> pretty, pretty much so. But anyway, I just wanted to call in and say that. But Anyway, we have a industrial stove in our home, six burner gas stove. It's a CPG or something, and and I've been looking on the internet, and it's got one of the back not backsplash on that stove, but a vanna hood. Yeah. Does every gas stove need a vanna hood, and where can I get one? Because I've looked, and I called a place in San Antonio, and they just serve restaurants and stuff. We just live in a home. So. Uh, you know, you can go to Ferguson Supply. Uh, that would be one place to start, and you can also get a vent hood, a vent hood uh, at, at any big box store. And uh, now you you wanted one uh, through the wall or going up through the ceiling? Through the ceiling. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and if you want a really nice one for the six burner, um, it, Martin, you have to tell me a stone appliance still open. I am not sure if they're still open or not. I, I, you know, I know Ferguson because I recently, in the last couple of years, right. got some stuff from there, and I know that they have it. Uh, there's also one that's called Builder's Supply. Yes. Uh, that, it's out on Wetmore, I think, or yeah. near Wetmore. Anyway, th- those are places that you can go and and get you know higher end uh, types of of vent hoods and stoves and things like that. But if you just want a basic vent hood. Uh, you can get yeah. that at, at at any of your big box stores, and you can do get them in sell, stainless. But and, did they sell them for a six burner? It needs to be wide enough. Yeah, if it's burner. if it's a six, well, it depends. I, I mean, a six burner can be a thirty inch. I mean, you can have a thirty, thirty two inch six burner. I'm, I'm oh, is, sure. is yours more like a like, sixty? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, go to go to Builder Supply. Yep, go to Builder Supply or go to Ferguson, and either one of those will be able to accommodate that. Um, uh, one thing, one other thing, I'll tell you. Call, look at the phone number, and call Mueller and Wilson Incorporated. They can possibly build you a copper or uh, stainless vena hood. Yeah, just she just wants a vena hood. We're just we live in the country between Fredericksburg and Harper, to where we're like. <laughs> What, like, hey, what a great area, man. I love that area. Yeah. In fact, we're planning a, a little trip up to Fredericksburg tomorrow. So, Yeah, so, and, and another question was, okay, do we get it the size of the whole stove with the burner? And I mean, I don't know. Anything. Yeah, yeah, you get, it the, you get it the width of the stove. Uh, it won't be the same depth as the stove, but yeah, that's the same right. width as the stove. Hey, listen, uh, if you need any more help and you can't find what you need and okay. you let us know, we'll, we'll get you to the right place. And the phone lines are getting pretty full like they normally do on uh, hour number two. We've got one line open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's get right on to it. Let's get to uh, Gilbert. Gilbert, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, fellow rockers. How you guys doing this morning? Outstanding. I hear you, brother. Hey, listen, I hope this question fits. It is the Rockin' Home Show. That and is correct. question because... I've got a question because I've got a laptop that's in my home, 
and it's got some rock and music on it, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where are we going? Where are we going? Do I fit the criteria here? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So I'm an older guy, right? Over 60. I've got all this music, you know, hundreds of CDs and uh, albums, and my, my Toshiba crashed. It's like a, about a 15-year-old Toshiba. The battery is over 100 bucks. So what I want to do is I like to carry my 100,000 songs with me wherever I go, right? So what is the best way, to, uh, if I get a laptop, to carry my music wherever I go, say I go to work or, you know, I'm out somewhere, uh, and all I want is music. I don't need gaming and all that other stuff. I just need, you know, Internet's cool and then music, and that's about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, something basic. Well, uh, Get an iPhone and uh, get the uh, uh, two-terabyte Oh, uh, I think one terabyte. I don't know if they do two terabyte. One terabyte. Uh, storage on the cloud, and you can put all of your music on your phone. And have it everywhere you go. Right. Well, what well, What if I didn't, you know, like I said, I'm older. If I just wanted uh, a laptop that carries music. In other words, I don't oh. want to mess with my phone. I don't, even have, I don't even have apps on my phone. That's how old if, I am. If you know? just want a laptop, <laughs> I'll tell you, a good affordable laptop, make sure that uh-huh. you get plenty of memory. Because that's that's what your music's going to do. It's going to take up a, a good amount of memory on your uh, on your computer. Uh, get get uh, one terabyte, two terabyte memory, and just get a, a, a Lenovo. Lenovo makes a good solid laptop that is not bell and whistly. Um, it's you know it's not you know it's not in that price range of a MacBook or something like that. Uh, but it will do the trick for what you want to do. Yeah, seeing some people say, "Well, you got Spotify and all this other stuff." I just want to play my songs, like say exactly the Scorp- just like the Scorpions, coast to coast. I want to take that wherever I go, right? And you know, and, and songs like that. Well, I've and, I've got an older friend, and when I I say older, he's a few years older than I am, uh, and and he he went and got an old school. He's got an old school iPod, and he's probably got ten thousand songs on this thing. And and if you can find online, and you can. Find yourself just an old school iPod, and you can put all kinds of music on there, and it will do nothing but play music. Yeah, I I do like the availability of a laptop, being able to kind of sequence them the way you like. Yep. You know, yep. What I'm like like an an iPod, they got to play in a certain order, I think, or shuffle or whatever. But uh, I'm older; I don't know this kind of stuff. But I appreciate the information. You know, well, so. I, I'm I'm not. I'm not the uh, computer genius uh, of the world, I'll tell you that, by any stretch, but I think that that would do the do the trick for you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Let's hey, rock brother. on, brother. Yeah, rock yeah. on, my friend. Rock on. Thank you for calling, and Merry Christmas to you, by the way, Gilbert. Uh, got a couple of phone lines open, 210-599-5555. Good morning, and welcome to the show. Morning, gentlemen. Um I don't have a music question, unfortunately. No, that's okay. I have a roof question. We and to set the you know kind of where we are on it. It's an old house on a property that will be it will be removed within I'd say two years. But I've got a roof leak that's uh, serious. So what um, I've got it covered up right now. Uh, but what about a product? Considering that just to. It's got to last for a little while, but not too long. It's called elastomeric. Does yes, that ma'am. mean anything? Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I use that on all my outbuildings. I use it on the chicken coop, the storage buildings. Um, it's essentially a rubberized paint. Right, exactly. It's a thick rubberized paint. It'll go all over any type of roof material, and it will find the holes and seal them. 
Wow. Sounds good. And so even though those are probably fairly significant cracks somewhere along the line, this should do the job. What kind of roof is it? Um, Shake shingles. Not shake shingles. Composite shingles? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, it'll work. Just be careful applying it because there could be soft spots in that roof. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And so that'll that'll do the job we want to do. And how, how do I, what do we apply it with? Uh, roller. A roller. Uh, somebody's going to have to get on the roof. They're going to have to just okay. pour it out and uh, take a, a, pour it out of the bucket and take a paint roller and spread it. Okay. Anything about that roller when I go to the home uh, improvement store? That you'll, I wanna... you'll probably want to use a heavy nap roller. Right. Heavy nap. So it's like nap that could be an inch or so. Uh, probably two inch. Inch two and a half. Okay. Inch, inch and a half, two inch nap. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Gosh, you've taken care of. A big piece of my world right now. Well, good, and just whoever gets up there, just be careful. Yes. That's that's our only, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, caution is just be careful. If Anytime you're been, working on a roof, you you want to take care. If it's been leaking for a while, it's the, it's a very good possibility that you have soft spots in the deck. So just be careful. Okay. Well, you two are magic on Saturday mornings, and uh, grateful for you. Thank well, Ann, God bless you. Thank you so much. That's very, very kind. We appreciate that. We we obviously have a, a good time doing this. Yeah, it, we, and we're um, jacks of all trades and masters of a few. A few? Yeah. few. Yeah, I'd say, I'd, I'd say between us, more than a few. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, we just, but I'll tell you what, we were talking about different stages of life. And, and, you know, where you're at in your, your life right now at this, at this period. And, and my, one of my favorite things at this period in my life is sharing knowledge and, and, oh, yeah. and helping people oh, and, yeah. and, and not just on the radio. I mean, in life, it, it's, it's fun to me to help other people do better and, and succeed and, and get further ahead in their life and in a happier, peaceful place in their life. So, right. um, I, I guarantee you I appreciated it when I was coming up. I sure yep. did. I sure did. Uh, let's get to one more before we go to break right now. Let's go to Ron. Ron, good morning. Welcome to the Rockin' Home Show. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. A, a, music, a music-based story to share with you. Awesome. Many, many years ago, when I was working for uh, IBM in upstate New York, uh, one of my coworkers had um, uh a gig band that he played with on weekends and stuff. And on a Monday morning, he came to me and said, where were you over the weekend? I said, uh, we were visiting the in-laws. He said, uh, it's a shame because I gave you a call. Uh, Vanilla Fudge was over at my house, uh, and they wanted a live audience to try out some new material too. So I called a bunch of my friends who I knew were into music. I'm sorry you missed it. It was a great time. Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, yep. that's pretty cool. Yep. You know, you earlier back, back in the days, back in the days before cell phones and pagers and all of that, it must have been somewhere around 1969 or so. Man, see that that was uh, a little before my time of attending live music venues. Um, but wow, what a great story, though! And and what a great show it must have been. I'm sure. 
Uh, it was just uh, a bunch of, it's just the band and a bunch of his friends in his basement while they were trying out some new material. Very, very cool. Very cool. Uh, hey, Ron, thanks for sharing that, brother. Appreciate you calling this morning. And uh, always like to hear the music stories. I've, I've, I've got a lot from my time in, in radio and, and, uh, and, and things of that nature. And uh, always love to hear a good story. I, I'll leave you with, with it's not a story, but you were talking about Legs Diamond earlier. Right. So, you know, on Facebook, stuff pops up on your feed, I guess, based on the stuff you look at the most. So I get a whole lot of rock um, stories and and uh, uh, reels and things like that. There was one that popped up that was a, a video of the Killer Dwarves in concert uh, from who knows when. But uh, whenever I whenever I see the Killer Dwarves, which number one, I didn't realize they were from Canada. Killer Dwarves from Canada, uh, and uh, the the I'll, I can never hear the name Killer Dwarves and not think of one person who was a Killer Dwarves fan. Do you remember who that was? No. He loved Killer Dwarves. John Poe. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 John John was a big Killer Dwarves fan. He 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 loved them. He there's a lot of stuff he loved, but that one always comes to mind whenever I think it, uh, that and Iron Maiden. He loved oh, Iron Maiden. Oh uh, yeah, that that I can attest to. Yeah yeah, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Anyway, son, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a, I'm an Iron Maiden fan too. I like a lot of their stuff as well. But I mean, he was a fan. Yeah. He was a fan. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It is the Rockin' Home Show on AM 550 FM 1071 KTSA. Martin Bamba, Jim Smith. And we are here to help. You know, we try to stay politically neutral. But when a station plays ads that are so funny, it's so hard to to stay neutral. I know. I know. (laughs) That was funny. I, 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 there are some funny ones. Whoever was, writes these, whoever writes these, are funny. They, they, they're a funny guy, or girl. Whoever's writing it, it's funny. And it, you have to understand, folks, the way I feel about it, and I don't know if I can speak completely for Martin, but the way I feel about it, if we ever offend you with anything we say on the air, it's a joke. Well, here's here's the I mean, thing. It's not, it, you, you never. You, you know, if if you go through life, uh, especially if 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 you're on air, and you don't ever offend anybody, you're probably not doing something right. I don't. Know. Well, people <laughs> screaming today. I was offended. That offended me. Oh well. So what? Everything's offensive to somebody. But so what? Yeah. I mean, what's gonna be? Uh, you, you get offended tonight, and you wake up in the morning with leprosy. No. No. Nothing happens. It's not earth shattering. It's really <laughs> nothing not. happens. Uh, now, I mean, there are certainly there are limits. There are there there are certain limits that you know you don't want to you don't want to cross. But yeah, it's all in, in good fun around here. It's all in good fun. And I I can speak for many of my friends that we signed up so that every American could live the life they wanted to live. It's that simple. Whatever that looks like. Right. Yeah. It's that simple. But we also signed up so that we have the right. To make jokes about it. Also true. Also <laughs> yes. true. Hey, uh, phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Get yourself one now. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Wade. Wade, good morning. Welcome to the Rockin' Home Show. Morning. 
Good morning. morning. I have uh, two questions for you. Um, I have uh, one is uh, we've been in our house about five years, got a metal roof, um, and the vent pipes that come out of the roof, um, they didn't put boots on them, but they did use, uh, there's caulking around them. So uh, recently we had an area in the house where some of the, the, the taping was coming off uh, in, a, in a room, not a big water stain or anything like that, but I looked up and uh, it's right up, it's right below where one of those vent pipes is. So I got to looking at the caulking around it and it was kind of adjacent to one of the joints on the standing seam. And I don't think they got it really caulked well. And I, I'm, I'm assuming when we got those recent heavy rains that that's when it came through. And so I was planning to, to re-caulk, but my, my question was, um, is, is, is not using the boot acceptable? And um, how often should you consider with this hot weather we've had going up and looking at that caulking and, and potentially just prophylactically re-caulking all of it? Well, it would uh, not using the boots is definitely not advisable. No, they should have used okay. the boots. However, okay. once it's been done, it, you're going to have a very hard time using a boot. How, but get you a couple of tubes from the big box store of NP1. Yes, sir. It's, that's what I got. Yep. Okay, get up there and clean as much of the dry, cracked caulk off as you can. May, may uh, use maybe a scraper or a wire brush. Get as much of that cleaned off as you can. Apply the NP1 and then trowel it. It's very difficult to trowel. It really is. But if you trowel it, then you're going to get a, it into all of the grooves and cracks. And it's going to uh, make a good seal for you. And with MP1, I would say you're good for five to eight years. I mean, okay. yeah, MP, MP1 is is one of the best sealants that you can it's buy. It's hard to work with. Yeah. It's, it's and if uh, it gets on you, it ain't easy to get off. I've told many people: number one, try to use latex gloves. It does tend to stick to the gloves. If you want to stop that, just keep a little bottle of cooking oil with you put the cooking oil on your hands with the gloves on the gloves so that way there's a coating of the cooking oil on your gloves the mp1 does not stick as bad okay i, I read some stories online about people getting it on other parts of the roof and stuff and not being able to get it off. oh yeah it's, it's, yeah if you get it on something you're probably not getting it off it's so just, forever yeah okay yeah, so I'm just going to probably just get up there and do all of it um, so we don't have more issues moving yes, forward. Yes, that's, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, Wade, and, it sounds um, like you got the solution, brother. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate the advice. I wish they would have used boots, but, you know, we well, didn't have any idea. Uh, you, and, you and me both because that's the correct way to do it and certainly would have better results in stopping leaks. And when I was in the commercial AC industry, we set many roof curbs on existing roofs cut the whole set of uh, yep. curbs everything was sealed with mp1 i'm always, telling you always was, yeah that was the sealant to use hey wade thanks for calling this morning appreciate you, Thank you. what can i ask one more question absolutely yeah so uh we also have a same house um in the in the inside of the house on a lot of the uh, the ceilings where they come down they use the it's a rounded edge on the sheetrock and uh, they, I think they use some kind of plastic to make that rounded edge. But on that edge where it meets up with the sheetrock, it's kind of delaminating in a lot of areas. And I don't, I don't guess that they use the right adhesive or I don't know if they were supposed to tape over that. But um, any, I was going to have the sheetrocker come and look at it again. But any, any advice on, on what 
you know, potentially would be the best solution for getting best that. Best thing uh, I've ever found, because uh, on that type of corners, they're always going to flake. The texture in the paint is always going to flake off. What I would suggest is have your sheet rocker remove those corners and make rounded corners with the drywall mud. Okay. I mean, it's just that simple. Okay. Okay. That would oh. be a big job. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not it's not a small job, but if you want it to not continue happening, that's that's the best. I mean, just you leaning uh, uh, against a window frame, it can cause that plastic to flex, and now the paint is going to slough off. Yeah, and we're we're seeing it like we have some areas in our dining room where um, I don't know what you call them, but they're in the, the the ceiling is inset, and then you have the parts coming down around it, and all those corners. Where I guess it was hot. Like that, that plastic stuff, yes, sir. That plastic stuff is just kind of coming off, you know, right, right, um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like you you probably need to get a, a drywall professional in there to just do some some uh, taping and floating and touching up for you. Right. Okay. All okay. right. Thanks a lot. Hey, Wade. Appreciate thank it. you for calling. Appreciate it very much. Oh, welcome back, everybody. It is the Rockin' Home Show on AM 550 FM 107.1 KTSA. Uh, that is a very underrated Canadian band called April Wine. And uh, if you don't know April Wine, look them up, listen to some of their stuff. Uh, Don and I were talking about Roller, fantastic song. I Like to Rock is one of my favorite songs of theirs. Uh, Just Between You and Me was a if huge hit. As you go through their song list, they're gonna, you're going to say, I know that song. Yep. You just didn't know. You didn't know it was by them. Right. Right? Uh, but Miles Goodwin, their uh, their leader and lead singer, passed away this past week. Uh, I believe he was 75. I believe that's right. Um, had, had had some health challenges over the last couple of years, but uh, one of the truly great bands that, that didn't get nearly enough recognition, right. I don't think. I don't think they did. Well, you have to consider when you say age and all that. The bands we listen to, it's very disheartening when they're referred to on certain stations as classic. Oh, well, it's that's what it's become is classic <laughs> rock. I've, yeah, I've talked about that before. Is you know what, what did we think of as? It wasn't called classic rock. It was called oldies, right? Right. Oldies when we were when we were kids. And the music that we considered oldies was less old than the music that we grew up with now. Stop. True. Stop. True. Stop. Elvis, uh, the, the Bill Haley and the Comets, all the 50s music, early 60s music. Think about that. And Stop. It was, it was, there was less gap between there and the time that we were coming up than now and anyway. Yeah. yeah and, and imagine today. When you didn't we, have to stop it, man. I like that music. You can keep it going. When we were in high school, a 57 Chevy was an older classic. Yes. Car. Today, oh my Lord, it's, what, 70 years old? Yeah, Fiero is, a Fiero is a classic now. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about that. Oh, turn that up, Don.
That shuffle beat. Bad. Oh, this was a great cruising song, was it? Oh not? man, was it ever still what do you mean was? I'm gonna get in the car and I'm gonna cruise with that on today. That is bad. If you had a Firebird back in the day with T-tops, you had them all. You had the windows and the T-tops. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. But this cranked up. Heck yeah. At maximum eleven. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, Spinal Tap reference there. Love it, love it. Which, by the way, there's a Spinal Tap two coming out. That's right. Can't wait for that. You know what I think happened to April Wine though? I think they had an identity crisis because they, you know, they sounded like BTO a little bit. They had a little bit of triumph and. True, you know, true. Uh, and um, I did not realize they had like 15, 18 albums that they have recorded in their lifetime. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Lots of music. Most people who know April Wine only know Nature of the Beast. That's the only album that they know because, uh, you know, Just Between You and Me was a huge hit. And Sign of the Gypsy Queen was a moderate hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Roller and I Like to Rock and, and, and so many others that they that they recorded to me were so much better a little bit mainstream yeah 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 but anyway that's uh that's uh the music of april wine and uh, rest in peace miles goodwin uh let's get to the phone lines uh richard hang on you're coming up but carmen you're up next on the rock and home show hey carmen good morning yeah this is not carmen this is her husband oh uh, yeah, hello husband of carmen what's your name mike hey mike good morning yeah um I have a Hunter fan in our uh, in our master bedroom, and recently we dropped the remote, which it stopped working, and I tried to find another remote, but I couldn't find it, so I, I bought another kit for the remote kit for the ceiling fan for the lights and the, and the fan, and I installed it exactly the way the instructions are, but now the light bulbs hum. Mm. So you've got a grounding problem. The, wait, so, you yeah. you said the light bulbs hum. Yeah, yeah they hum, and I kind of a buzz. What are they humming? Bulb. Yeah, yeah, like a little buzzing, humming noise. And uh, is it is I it to a tune? Huh? Is it to a tune? No, not really. I was gonna say, it, let it help you sleep at night. <laughs> And the, but the fan doesn't hum. Now, did, now, now, did you make sure? Uh, and 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 this is a common a common problem when you were when you're hooking everything up, and you hooked up your ground wire. Did you make sure that that ground was tight and clean and and not and not loose in any way? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, There's a green ground and a common red and a, and a black load. Okay, do you have a um, is it a LED lights? I had LED lights in it. I changed it to fluorescent lights. Uh, that could be the problem. That's probably the problem because there is an eight LED generator probably in the fan. Okay. And that's causing interference with the uh, fluorescent lights. Okay. Now, with the go- uh, changing from LED to fluorescent... Were you, did you um, still have uh, control uh, on the remote uh, for auto-dim or auto-brightening? It's a Hunter Model 99-392, and I don't believe it has has an auto-dim. I think it's just on-off. Okay, the best thing I could say is call, uh, go back to the LED that Hunter made it with. Uh, Yeah. 
contact Hunter or use the same kit you took you, out? You know what? I discovered I something. I have LED bulbs in it right now. Okay. You have LED, LED in it now and they're humming? And they're still humming, yeah. Huh. Uh-uh-uh. Okay. Make sure that when you hooked up the new remote uh, sensor um, in, the, in it that you got the neutral and the ground correct. Ground, the ground is the ground is green. I'm sorry. The neutral and the hot. Make sure it's correct. Because if it's backwards on one or the other, it's going to cause one or the other to hum. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. If that doesn't work, I'll call Hunter Customer Service and see if they can. And exactly. They, 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 if they can't help you through it, uh, call uh, Mr. Lecter. Yeah. There you go. Okay, right. Thanks a lot, sir. Appreciate your help. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, let's get to God Richard. Bless you and Merry Christmas. God bless you and Merry Christmas to you too, sir. Appreciate you so much. Uh, let's go to Richard. Richard, just, what? That was who we were just talking to. No, we oh, were talking to Mike. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Good morning, Richard. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing well, man. I was just sitting here daydreaming. I took me back like 45 years. I was back. I had an old 68 model MGB Roadster uh, back in high school. My brother and I chopped it up, put a V6 in it. And oh. we, blow it up, we blow up and down to the coast and played Budgie and Rush. and <laughs> Budgie? There's <laughs> another blast feet. from the past. Budgie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've got a question uh, uh, about an outdoor shower. Okay. So, so we are putting in like uh, a gray water dry well because we want to we want to like put in a outdoor shower. Yeah. And I'm wondering, and my question is, is on the drain? Uh, do I need a p trap on that? Do I need to lift it up and and put a p trap on the drain before it goes into the discharge pipe that goes to the dry well? I wouldn't think so. No, you probably won't. Uh, Hmm. I don't know the definite answer to this, but my gut tells me no. I'm I, I'm going to say it's going to drain faster if you use a P-trap and use a vent uh, pipe on the drain. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's going to drain faster because the uh, one of the things that the P-trap does for you is that it forms it gets a suction formed and it will actually suck the water out of the drain so, of the shower it's yeah yeah now again so, a pee trap will also if there's any smells detergent or yeah. or older smells in your gray water uh system the pee trap is going to stop those smells from get, getting back up into to the shower Right, and that's what I'm interested in. I right. want to make sure that that the gray water, if we have any gas or any kind of uh, then, coming back, then use the then use a p trap with a vent. <clears throat> okay, and do you have a recommendation on how far that drain should be? Right now, I have it. So, so the so the outdoor shower is about ten feet from the cabin, and then the drain uh, for the shower goes out another like. 10 feet and then it hits a dry well which basically has a a 55 gallon drum in it with holes in the bottom and it's set on gravel and there's gravel inside the barrel and and yada yada right so it also has another pipe that that has 
like a leach field that goes out another 10 feet uh, with perforated pipe that's buried. So um, where would you vent it? Where would it be vented at? Uh, right after the uh, trap. But, uh, I mean, pr probably p pretty close to the shower. Um, yeah. And you don't have to use a, a big, tall vent pipe. You can come up just above ground level and put a right. vented cap on the vent pipe. Yeah, just, it's it's a it's an inline vent, basically, is right. what it is. Oh, okay. And it would go downstream of the P-trap? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what I needed. All right. Hey, See thanks. There. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Oh, that and some rock and roll, man. Awesome. Uh, all right, brother. <laughs> thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Thanks, we're, we're finding out we've got some uh, pretty cool listeners, yeah. We do. Yeah, we, we do. do. We, I, I, I knew that. I, I've, I knew that. I've ne definitely felt it for the last two years. That's I mean, why I shifted the, the show a little bit. You know? You know, you know Budgie... Talking about these these different bands, I haven't heard in forever. I mean, bands like Budgie, Uriah Heep, yep, right, yep, 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 Leg, yep. Legs Diamond, of course. Uh, Legs Diamond probably made it a little bigger than the other the other ones that we're talking right, about, right? But man, there were so many in that vein that that uh, Joe Anthony, the Godfather, <clears throat> broke in our area, and it became a very very popular stop for those types of acts back in the day and then it right. evolved into scorpions and sammy hagar and van halen all of this is reminding me of an episode of beavis and butthead where one of them they were watching old music uh, uh tapes and one of them said oh, oh look 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 it's ozzy's dad <laughs> because there was a uh, uh a nazareth um oh yeah uh, uh film on that was another one, Nazareth. Yeah. Crocus. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. the, these... Wish, wishbone Ash. Wishbone Ash is another yep. one that's much less well-known, but yeah, Wishbone Ash is UFO. another one. UFO. Oh, UFO, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But Nazareth, Did UFO do Lights Out in London? Was that UFO? I think that... I think you might be right. I think so. I think so. Yeah. You see, Nazareth, Nazareth was very well-known for me. I mean, one of my favorite songs was, you know... Hair of the Dog. Hair of the Dog. Yeah. You know? Hair of the Dog was great. Love Hurts was great. There's a lot of good Nazareth songs, really. Oh, there, yeah. There really were. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's all good stuff. I'm sorry. It wasn't, uh, I, I completely, it wasn't uh, Nazareth that they were watching the, the video of. It was Black Sabbath. That makes sense. Right. And uh, he said, oh, the, look, 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 it's Ozzy's dad. The, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, dude. No, that's Ozzy. That's not Ozzy's dad. <laughs> that was Ozzy. Now, you brought up uh, Sammy Hagar. Could you put Montrose in that uh, that league, maybe? You know, I, I kind of, sort of, but not really. I mean, Montrose, Montrose to me was, was kind of in a different little bit different realm. Who would I put Montrose in with? Montrose I would put in more with um Foreigner and uh Really? Really? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. You, you know, not not because and I don't know why. I yeah. don't know why, but if you listen to to bands like the ones that the aforementioned, mm -hmm. there's just something different about that hard rock yeah. versus and and I I can't put my finger on it. But it's there is there is something a little different. Comparing it to because foreigner, I I know they could rock old a little foreigner, hard. Old foreigner, the old foreigner, right? 
because to me they were a little bit more pop than. Uh, oh, certainly they had they had pop sensibilities to them. But I mean, if if you listen to Bad Motor Scooter, mm-hmm. Bad Motor Scooter, oh, yeah. has got yeah. you know it's got some pop sensibilities to it too. Um, well, there was a lot of bands that had both. Um, Kiss, yeah, hard rocking, very much so. But pop, yeah. So and, okay, Montrose Kiss. I would put Montrose right. Kiss in that exactly. in that same. I, that's why I mentioned oh. that. I'm thinking more Montrose, more on the Kiss yes. realm. We've left out Thin Lizzy. Oh, oh, Thin Lizzy. Now we're on. Back, we're back on. Track Thin Lizzy. Now. Phil. Yes. Phil uh, Linet. Yes. Phil Linet mm-hmm. was one of the best frontmen. You know, in 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 rock history, and uh, gone way, way, way too soon. But gosh, yeah, Thin Lizzy's good stuff. And and and, and I mean, and you know what? Maybe maybe on one of these shows soon, we'll do a we'll do a top five genre list, okay? Or maybe a top ten genre list. And I think maybe we'll start next week. Let's do a top. Let's do top five southern rock bands. Top five southern rock bands. We'll talk about next week. Yep. I'll, I'll bring my list. You guys bring your list, and we'll compare. How about that? Okay. Sound good? Okay. okay. I, I know Don won't be here, but but you and I can compare our list, and Don can call in. We'd we'd love that. Yeah. I agree. Don and I agree on so many things musically, and I agree with him on this one. Uh, my favorite Steve Miller song. Abracadabra is overplayed. It's the worst Steve Miller song. In fact, it may be one of the worst songs of all time. Jet Airliner is overplayed. Overplayed. Take the Money and Run and Rock and Me are my two favorites, by far. What? What? The Joker. Yeah, Joker's okay. So it's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's okay. He described my life Good. to a T while I was young. Good stuff, though. That, that Steve Miller is just he's class act, man. I love Steve Miller. Uh, we, man, we are almost out of here. Uh, as much as I want to get to Mark, uh, we're up against the end of the show. And, Mark, I'm so sorry. Uh, please call us next week. We'd love to talk to you. Jim, how do we get a hold of you? Jay Smith at WindowWorldTX.com. And, and you can get to me at mbomba at WindowWorldTX.com. That's mbomba at WindowWorldTX.com. We've had a great time today. Want to wish everybody peace, love, spread a little kindness, and make the world a better place, everybody. Uh, the the uh, auto show is coming up next. Stick around for my friend Louis Siriani. He's going to answer all questions auto. Thanks to Don Cooper Stevens. You guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time on the Rockin' Home Show.